You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go, because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 68 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. So we posted a new visual round last week for the month of January. It's a pretty fun one. It's called Dress You Up, and it features celebrities in iconic dresses, but we've obscured their face with our Trivia Time logo. If you haven't checked it out, you should do so. Pretty fun stuff. And you can find it at www.triviatimepodcast.com. Hey, Cal, when's the last time you wore a dress? Shoot, I actually have no idea. Whoa. Pre-COVID, you used to wear a lot of dresses. Yeah, I'm into them because it's just an all-in-one outfit. Yeah, you look great in dresses. I wore like a skirt situation for a Halloween costume a few years back. And before that, it was my oldest sister's wedding. And they just hit their 20-year anniversary. So it's been a while. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is Tater Merck. T-A-T-E-R-M-U-R-K. And the question or clue that goes along with this anagram is... Who is the Dutch historian and teacher that has served as Prime Minister of the Netherlands since 2010? Moving on to round one. Round number one is called Hail Mary. This episode comes out on Mary J. Blige's birthday, so I felt obliged to honor her with this round on other famous Marys. Question number one. What was the name of the 2018 historical drama film starring Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan as conflicting royal cousins? Question number two. Mary, famous virgin, mother of Jesus, and woman of Nazareth, is often referred to as Our Lady of Perpetual What? Question number three. What decade did the retired and reportedly haunted British ocean liner, the RMS Queen Mary, set sail on her maiden voyage? Question number four. What is the musical fantasy film character that has been portrayed by both Julie Andrews and Emily Blunt? Question number five. Who was the wife to the 16th President of the United States? Question number six. What is the full title of the classic Gothic novel, Frankenstein, written by the English author Mary Shelley? Question number seven. 
Question number seven. What liquor is the base and most important ingredient for a Bloody Mary cocktail? Question number eight. What hip-hop group revived the song Mary Mary, recorded in 1966 by the Monkees? This group covered the song in a rap rock version, but used samples of Mickey Dolan's singing from the 1966 recording. Who are they? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Question number one. The name of the 2018 historical drama film starring Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan as conflicting royal cousins is Mary, Queen of Scots. Saoirse Ronan. Hey, what's she been in recently? Hey, I think (laughs) she was in a movie called Ammonite where she really uh, got hot and heavy with Kate Winslet. Oh. Worth seeing. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Question number two. Jesus's virginal mom, Mary, is often referred to as Our Lady of Perpetual Help. So helpful. (laughs) Thanks for all that help, Mary. Yeah, we really appreciate your assistance. (laughs) So a fun fact is that on Mary's Wikipedia page, that's right, she has a Wikipedia page. (laughs) It lists her children as, and I quote, Jesus, possibly the brothers and sisters of Jesus. A clear historical record. Obviously clear facts there. <laughs> Question number three. The decade that the RMS Queen Mary set sail on her maiden voyage was the 1930s. Love the Queen Mary. A Long Beach attraction. Great tours. Bars on deck. No big deal. Kind of a tough decade to roll out a luxury ship. <laughs> For sure, which is why it ended up transporting World War II troop members. Question number four. The musical fantasy film character that has been portrayed by both Julie Andrews and Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. Question number five. The 16th First Lady of the United States was Mary Todd Lincoln. I just feel like tragedy is always associated with her name, like depression and tragedy. I mean, how many kids died on them? Yeah. And then like women, when they were traumatized and then emotionally reacted to trauma, then they were just labeled with being hysterical. Just like in Ammonite. (laughs) Right. But without the fun lesbian scenes. We don't know what Mary Todd was up to. You never know. She might have had some ladies in the wings. Yeah. She was on her own freedom trail. (laughs) (laughs) Question number six. The full title of Mary Shelley's classic gothic novel, Frankenstein, is Frankenstein or the Modern Prometheus. I think it's awesome that she had so much fame and acclaim back in the day being a woman author. Yeah. Question number seven. The liquor that is the base and key ingredient for a Bloody Mary cocktail is vodka. What is this? Never heard of her. The lifeblood of your trivia time host. Hey. (laughs) 
there was a build your own Bloody Mary bar in LA at this place called the Belmont and we would go there and it was like self-serve it was so dangerous because then it's like well there went that day yeah I could see that we done tucked in oh for sure (laughs) tucked in nice and spicy big time that puts the whole day to bed question number eight The hip-hop group that revived the 60s song Mary Mary in the 80s with a rock rap version is Run DMC. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is called Go Sports. It is a music round featuring songs with sports references in either the artist's names or the song title. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist one the answers for round two go sports woo woo go team i hope you both have fun score a point (laughs) song number one was your love by outfield song number two was tennis court by lord 
Song number three was Hate It or Love It by The Game featuring 50 Cent. Song number four was Bicycle Race by Queen. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. Song number five was Pepper by Butthole Surfers. Coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes. The image is it shows. Song number six was Ballin' by B.B. Borelli. Song number seven was Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. And song number eight was Still Not a Player by Big Punisher. As much of a non-sports fan as I am, there are a ton of great songs on this list, if you ask me. (laughs) Love Queen hate the band name Butthole Surfers, but I love that song, Pepper. The B.B. Borelli song, Ballin', it sort of like came and went really quickly on the radio, but I thought it was a great track. And then obviously, Big Punisher, rest in peace, but love that song. Still not a player. I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Yeah, there's a, this is a good collection, an eclectic collection for sure. Just like sports, so eclectic. <laughs> I know you like Lord. I do. I wonder what she's up too lately probably just doing her eyeliner over and over right (laughs) (laughs) looks good girl just making it thicker and thicker (laughs) moving on to round three round number three is called i need my space it is a classic subject round on astronomy question number one what is the only planet without a substantial atmosphere Question number two. What are the theoretical opposites of black holes known as? Question number three. What future decade will Halley's Comet orbit past Earth again? Question number four. What is the name of the dwarf planet that is the largest object in the main asteroid belt lying between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter? Question number five. What constellation is Polaris, the North Star, a part of? Question number six. What is the fastest spinning planet in our solar system, rotating on average once in just under 10 hours? Question number seven. What does NASA stand for? Question number eight. A nebula is a beautiful interstellar cloud. There are five types of nebulae. List two for a point. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. 
Here are the answers for round three, I need my space. Question number one. The only planet without a substantial atmosphere is Mercury. No life there. Correct. <laughs> Whereas Freddie Mercury, full of life. Am I right? Sorry to revisit round two. <laughs> Question number two. The theoretical opposites of black holes are known as white holes. Duh. And a fun fact is they are effectively the opposite of their dark relatives, spitting out light and matter instead of trapping it. That actually does sound fun. It sounds like a, like a silly string of stars and light. Yeah. Woo! Slingshotting them back and forth. <laughs> right. Question number three. The future decade that Halley's Comet will orbit past Earth again is the 2060s. Will I still be alive? Yep. You will. You're youngin'. You're not that much older than me. We'll be kicking. Whoop, whoop. No, I'm going to be 80. No, no. You should still probably be alive when you're 80. I may be so miserable. <laughs> no, you won't. I'm not going to give a crap about any comments. <laughs> be like, give me my cup of good stuff. Take me to bingo. <laughs> I'll be fun. <laughs> you can push me around in a little wheelchair. Yeah, we'll just play games and stuff. Okay. I like wheelies after three drinks, just so you know. <laughs> I'll note that for the 2060s. <laughs> Thanks. Question number four. The name of the dwarf planet that is the largest object in the main asteroid belt lying between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter is Ceres. Question number five. The constellation that Polaris, the North Star, is a part of is Ursa Minor. Or the Little Dipper. Question number six. The fastest spinning planet in our solar system is Jupiter. So this one's kind of crazy because he's also like the biggest daddy of the solar system. But he's spinning. He's moving. Yeah. He's a hustler. He gets stuff done. Even though his days must be super short. Question number seven. NASA stands for National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Can you explain to me why the NASA logo is very cool now? <laughs> like, why are all the kids wearing it? What happened? <laughs> I think, like, emphasis on STEAM programs happened. Uh, science and technology commingling as being, like, a cool thing. Geek culture sort of coming into light as being something profitable happened. All I know is Ariana Grande slapped it on a shirt and now it's everywhere. <laughs> oh, or maybe that's it. Maybe I didn't need to go on this whole diatribe about NASA. Maybe it was just because <laughs> Ariana endorsed it. I don't know. Question number eight. There are five types of nebulae and you needed to list two for a point. They are planetary, emission, reflection, dark, and supernova remnants. And there's a hybrid with dark and emission. Some people refer to it as nocturnal emission, but we won't accept that point. Sorry. No, we have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we do have to draw the line somewhere. Sorry, taters. The supernova remnants, if you just put star crumbs, also zero points. <laughs> Moving on to round four. Round number four is the moment we've all been waiting for. This round is called Barbara's Natural Bush. No, we did not just hop into the trivia time machine and travel back to the 70s. 
But this is a round on famous people who are really owning their surnames, all of which have a nature theme. So all answers will follow the format Barbara's Bush. Some examples would be Brandon's Flowers or Billy's Ocean. Question number one. This feisty comedic entertainer, New York native, and first woman to host a late-night network TV talk show wants you to feel her flow with her latest streaming networks of waters. Question number two. This Oscar-winning actress and ex of Burt Reynolds portrayed Forrest Gump's mother in 1994 as he ran through her open area of land and straight into the hearts of America. Question number three. Before this hard-rocking frontman paired up with legendary guitarist Slash, he perfected growing New York State flower. Question number four. Nicknamed the Millville Meteor, this eight-time MLB All-Star and Angel Center fielder just had his tastiest catch to date with a freshwater delicacy. Question number five. This Oklahoman lawyer and academic is more known for being pilloried for her accusations of harassment by a Supreme Court judge than she is for her less harsh, naturally raised area of land. Question number six. This femme fatale Hollywood beauty starred in many 1940s film noirs opposite Alan Ladd, but had a short-lived time in the sun before finding herself drowning in alcoholism, as well as a large body of water surrounded by land. Question number seven. This waifish supermodel and 1990s cover girl ditched her deal with Calvin Klein to reveal her low-growing damp green carpet, often covering rock or rock musicians. Question number eight. Before this East Coast big-budget action film director was at the helm of the Transformers franchise, he would enjoy dipping his toes in the broad inlet of a sea. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, Barbara's natural bush. Or in our listener Casey's case, Barbara's natural bush light. Am I right, Casey? You know who I'm talking to. Ooh. Question number one. The clue was, this feisty comedic entertainer, New York native, and first woman to host a late night network TV talk show, wants you to feel her flow with her latest streaming networks of waters. And the answer is Jones Rivers. Get it? Feeling her flow? Latest streaming networks? Hey, 
stupid. So she definitely had sort of a polarizing personality, but like really accomplished a lot during her time, I think. Question number two. This Oscar-winning actress portrayed Forrest Gump's mother in 1994 as he ran through her open area of land and straight into the hearts of America. And the answer is Sally's Fields. Question number three. The clue was, before this hard-rocking frontman paired up with legendary guitarist Slash, he perfected growing New York State flower. And the answer is Axel's Rose. I like the idea of him just tending roses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his like outspoken homophobia would be a lot more charming if he traded it in for a green thumb. Am I right? Yeah, if he had like a his own hybrid rose growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Question number four. Nicknamed the Millville Meteor. This eight-time MLB All-Star and Angels center fielder just had his tastiest catch to date with a freshwater delicacy. Yerm. (laughs) That's a silly one. And the answer is Mike's Trout. I'd rather enjoy a trout dinner than a baseball game. But I will just say that even though trout tastes delicious, at restaurants they will deliver it to you with the head on. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't want to like look it in the eye. No, no. Clean it up. Make it into some sort of a filet sitch. Put it on my plate, preferably next to some potatoes. (laughs) But like no head. No head. No head. (laughs) Never head. (laughs) Never head. But like sometimes. (laughs) Hey, you. (laughs) Question number five. The clue was this Oklahoman lawyer and academic is more known for being pilloried for her accusations of harassment by a Supreme Court judge than she is for her less harsh, naturally raised area of land. And the answer is Anita's Hill. Question number six. The clue was this femme fatale Hollywood beauty starred in many 1940s film noirs opposite Alan Ladd but had a short-lived time in the sun before finding herself drowning in alcoholism, as well as a large body of water surrounded by land. And the answer is Veronica's Lake. Kind of a dark clue there, bud. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, There's no fun facts associated with this one. Yeah, this is supposed to be a fun round, and yet here we we are, drowning in alcoholism. (laughs) Bummer. I know. But she did sort of have a tragic existence. But yeah, what a beauty. Troubled life. No way around it. Question number seven. The clue was, this waifish supermodel and 1990s cover girl ditched her deal with Calvin Klein to reveal her low-growing, damp green carpet, often covering rock or rock musicians in this case. Yeah. See what you did there. (laughs) And the answer is, Kate's... Moss. I was extra proud of this clue. It was a little bit of a diss. But honestly, when Kate Moss was quoted as saying, no food tastes as good as skinny feels, she lost all respect for me. (laughs) A, I think they have tater tots in England. And then like B, what a horrible message to put out there. So whatever, Kate and your Moss. Yeah, the 90s were a weird time. (laughs) Question number eight. The clue was... Before this East Coast big-budget action film director was at the helm of the Transformers franchise, 
He would enjoy dipping his toes in the inlets of broads, scratch that, in the broad inlet of a sea. And the answer is Michael's Bay. (laughs) So I'm obviously going to receive a Pulitzer Prize on this question writing. You're welcome. (laughs) That's the worst. Sorry. That's what you get when you have a tipsy quiz master. (laughs) A fun fact is, even though Wikipedia cites that he has never been married, it also says that he is cousin-in-law with Leonard Nimoy. What? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, how can you not be married but have in-laws? I'm sort of lost at sea. I'm lost in a broad inlet of a sea at this one. I'm lost at bay. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What comedic acting legend and Academy Award winner shocked the world by committing suicide by hanging in August of 2014 at the age of 63? Question number two. What human organ includes a portion that is the only part of the human body that has no blood supply? Question number three. The silhouette of what animal is both displayed alongside Spain's motorway as well as on flags at sporting events? The origins of this icon date back to 1956 as an advertisement for veteran Brandy. What is this animal? Question number four. What was the name of the adopted stray cat that was the pet of the Clintons, whom also resided at the White House? When children visited the White House during Clinton's administration, they would be guided by a cartoon version of this handsome tuxedo cat. Who was he? Question number five. What golden age Hollywood heartthrob and LGBTQ icon was born Roy Harold Schur Jr. and received a Best Actor Oscar nomination for his role in the 1956 film Giant? Question number six. What sport involves runners, sometimes referred to as harriers, Racing on open-air, long-distance courses. Question number seven. Muscat, Grenache, and Gewurztraminer are all types of what? It's connection time. And question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. 
The Oscar-winning comedic acting legend that committed suicide by hanging in August of 2014 is Robin Williams. So don't tell me I'm inserting more dark content in this episode. You did. Obviously, this applies. Question number two. The human organ that includes a portion that is the only part of the human body that has no blood supply is the eye, more specifically, the cornea. Question number three. The animal's silhouette that is displayed alongside Spain's motorways as well as on flags at sporting events is a bull. And the cojones, the uh, testicles, are like super pronounced on this bull, which is kind of like, ugh. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't notice. I mean, in general, it's a pretty macho culture, but that's like a big part of it is just that like this bull's balls or whatever. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. Um, But I also read that like a quarter million bulls die from bullfights every year. Sad. And I don't know if this makes it better or worse, but they do use the meat of the slain bulls and like sell it as some like whatever Spanish delicacy. I mean, I feel like that's better than just like throwing it away, but Ugh. still sad. Love matador outfits. Those pink socks are on point. <laughs> Love those little crop jackets. Y'all are looking real sharp and real queer, but can we not kill a quarter million animals unnecessarily every year in the name of entertainment? Thank you. <laughs> Question number four. The name of the Clinton's White House tuxedo cat was Socks. Cute. Super cute. Cute name. Tuxedo cats are my favorite kind of cats. My recently adopted kitten is not a tuxedo cat, but she's gorgeous. Yeah, cover her ears. Jeez. She's a little dolce de leche orange, little creamsicle situation. Love her. <laughs> also, I guess there was a stray cat that used to come around the White House when Sox was an inhabitant, and it was a tabby, and they nicknamed it Slippers. So Slippers and Sox would hang out. Super cute. Really cute. Question number five. The Golden Age heartthrob and LGBTQ icon who received a Best Actor Oscar nomination for his role in Giant is Rock Hudson. Total stud has a flattering yet dumbed down, literally, depiction in the recent Ryan Murphy series, Hollywood. Which is one of his best series, if you ask me. But It was oddly good. I was not expecting it to be. For sure. I did enjoy it. Um, Giant also starred James Dean. Question number six. The sport that involves runners racing on open air, long distance courses is cross country. No, thank you. Boring. <laughs> it's super boring. <laughs> I don't know how many carrots dipped in ranch you would have to dangle along these. More than carrots. Tots. God. For carrots. Yeah. I just don't really have that stamina or that motivation, if you will. Question number seven. Musket, Grenache, and Gewurztraminer are all types of wine. Question number eight. And the answer to question number eight will be the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like Robin Williams, the eye, bull, socks, rock, Hudson, cross country, 
and wine. And all of those answers contain words that pair with red. So we have red cross, red rock, red bull, red eye, red robin, sad, red wine, yerm. Lots of sports in this episode for fans. I know. I've been sowing my butch oats. (laughs) (laughs) I really have not. I really haven't. Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week is Tater Merck. Yum. I don't know what a Tater Merck is. I don't know, but I'm open to trying it. Sure. It's not a no. It's not a no. I mean, if there's taters involved. And the questioner clue that went along with this anagram is, who is the Dutch historian and teacher that served as prime minister of the Netherlands since 2010? And the answer is... Mark Rutt. Tater Merck scrambles up to be Mark Rutt. Yay, Netherlands. Got room for Kelly and I? Yeah, things could get bad. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. And our website is TriviaTimePodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. Our background and answer break music this week is... Outsider's Paradox by Springtide. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later Later, taters. taters! The fastest spinning planet in our solar system is Jupiter. But it is wild. Like, I would have got that wrong, wouldn't you have? Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't. I would have thought it'd be like Venus or something. Like a little tiny guy. Oh, cute sound effects, Kel. Yeah, that's it. That's Venus whirring around, but it doesn't. That's Jupiter, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, get it. <laughs> Kelly is also a hustler. Yeah, yeah right. More like napping for the 10 hours a day that Jupiter is <laughs> spinning. That was Kelly's ASMR hustler sound. <laughs> Getting stuff done. TCB in. Watch out. <laughs> Stay tuned for Nails on a Chalkboard. Here are the answers for round four. Bar- <laughs> Say it. No. You'll like it. <laughs> The clue was, before this East Coast D-bag, big budget action film director, was at the... (laughs) I obviously wrote these biased and tipsy. Yeah, I mean, they're not wrong. You can take out the D-bag if you want. (laughs) The clue was, before this East Coast, big budget action film director, was at the helm of the Transformers French fries. Yerms, let's go with that version. (laughs) Let's make it happen. French fries transforming into my mouth (laughs) and mine. It's a cool trick I play. (laughs) She's a real magician.